Well, Tina, it looks like it's going to be another week of just you and me. I hope the fans don't mind. Well, I hope they don't either. Belinda is gone on vacation, and so it's just going to be me and Tina. We're going to be discussing some of your emails, a letter to Soap Opera Weekly, General Hospital, All My Children, One Life to Live, and much more. So stay tuned. Tina, mm-hmm. in the interest of the fact that we have not, we we did not discuss um, all my children much last week. So you want to start? with Yes, them. let's start with them and get them out of the way. And the reason I want okay. to start with them is in part because for two reasons: a, we don't we won't be talking about them quite as much because you don't watch the show, and so it's sort of hard to have a one sided conversation. I've tried to no, watch the show. I'm not it's just so. I'm not blaming you. I'm just stating fact. It's not on your must-see thing, your must-see list. So I wanted to get your thoughts if you thought that there was any comparison, whether or not, first of all, that Ryan, Kendall, Zach, Annie, and Greenlee have become the new Carly, Sonny, Jason, insert woman for Jason, for all my children. Because it it, it used to be that, or it seemed much more in, in a few years ago in General Hospital, where those four dominated general hospital and the fans just got sick of it they still do well but to a lesser extent yes and no i mean they've kind of cut down on the sunny love of late but it's what ends up happening these writers find one or two people couples what have you that are popular and when they don't know how to write anything else they continue to overly write just for this grouping and what ends up happening is that you end up with seeing the same people on screen four out of five days or sometimes horribly enough five days a week. It's it's sad, though, because at the same time, Alicia Minshew supposedly hadn't had a day off in months. And it's sad that when there are so many talented people on the cast and nothing against Alicia and nothing against Thorsten Kay because they're very talented actors. But it's sad when these actors aren't even getting a day off that – they can't seem to come up with any other type of storyline for people who are, say, like Erica and Jackson. I mean, and even Adam and, and Crystal's stuff has been flailing about pretty much. So it just seems to me oh. like they should be doing better. You're right. They should be. I, I don't know if it's because they've been undergoing so many changes at the soap. They got rid of the writer. They got a new writer. Supposedly some other people are going to get changed. Uh, There's a lot of talk about various people leaving the canvas. You know, they just had the babe recast. Um, It just seems to be that people are going in, going out, and they don't know, you know, they don't, I don't even think they know exactly where their cast is sitting right now. So until that all happens, it's hard to write. Ahead. It's interesting that you should mention all the changes going on because I was reading something in Soap Opera Weekly and it was like from their lips to my ears or to God's ears. A Sid Clancy from Westport, Connecticut wrote to Soap Opera Weekly and they call and under their segment, you said it to us and it was entitled All My Grievances. And it's really quite good. This is um, Sid writing. It goes, Despite all my anticipation of changes under the new writing team, viewers are still getting the same things that all my children that we've been complaining about for years. 
Many fans never forgave Babe, and instead of writing her out, she's recast immediately. The Ryan Lavery Hero Hour continues despite his abusiveness. The response to the Ava character has been abysmal because she is obnoxious, yet she's front and center, and we're treated to a ridiculous new venture with JR that makes no sense whatsoever. We want Ryan and his quote-unquote true love out of Zendel's orbit. We want Zack to be cleared of suspicion of sleeping with Hannah, but instead we get Hannah an innuendo. We've been screaming for a little Zendel happiness and for them to work together. Yet All My Children has them plotting independently of each other while their paths barely cross. We continue to have the hypocrisy of Crystal and Tad acting like they are injured parties, and Adam is the villain. We got Corvina and the, a new babe when we could have been dancing with joy at the return of Danny Fry. We get Richie instead of giving Josh, now that we finally love him, a meaty storyline to sink his teeth into. And Sabine Singh is not, and will never be, Rebecca Buddig, just as Christina Chambers will never be Susan Haskell. One Life to Live has listened and corrected the situation. Is it too much to hope that all my children will follow suit? Every single sentence of this person's letter is my feelings about this show. Every single sentence. There is not a thing that they said wrong or that I disagree with. It all depends on whether or not they're really listening to the fans. I, I don't have anything against Sabine as an actress. She probably would have been great in a different role. She is in no way Greenlee. No, she is not. And that is nothing again. That's nothing against her. It's just that she is not Greenlee. She's not Greenlee. And, I don't, and I, you know, looking back to how they wrote Greenlee originally, I don't think it's one of those things that had she been Greenlee from the get-go, we would accept her. No, I honestly think she could, you know, she's not capable of pay, playing the part of Greenlee. No. It's just not happening. It, it's, it's too layered and nuanced for her. And that's nothing against her acting abilities. It's just, that's... It's not a character she can play. Exactly. Honestly, I I almost think she would have made a better Annie. She would have made a better Annie, or she may, uh, <laughs> she may have made a better Bavery cast. There's that, too. Um, I just, I, I think she was poorly cast. I did tune in to, to catch a little babe this week, just to see how the newbie is doing. What do you think of her of now her that she's been, I was going to say, what do you think of her now that she's been off Night Shift? I, I didn't like, I wasn't fond of her on Night Shift. I wasn't fond of her on All My Children. It doesn't help that I don't like the character. Well, and that's and that's the exact anyway. same thing that we pointed out. Why in the world do they recast Babe immediately? I don't understand. It makes no sense to me. The only reason Babe was even somewhat palatable was because of Alexa Havens. And I hate to beat a dead horse, but when Alexa Havens gone, there goes any fan loyalty to the actress and especially to the character because anybody who's been watch who watched that cannot stand Babe. I agree. I mean, I, I, I read spoilers. You you know that. Uh, the only spoilers I've found that were of any interest to me at all from all my children is that Janet from Another Planet's coming back for Thanksgiving. Ooh, I had not heard that. What is the, is she going to be cooking some dinner, or is she is this is this how Chriselle is going to be exiting the scene? I have no idea. All I know is that Kate Collins is returning to the show around Thanksgiving. Um, we'll also be seeing Ruth and Opal. Well, all the more better. You know, it, it's like, great, you know, give me those characters because 
you, you know, well, I, I mean, it, it makes the stuff they do to Janet is kind of sometimes pathetic. For some reason, Kate Collins can pull it off. It's, well, she's an amazing actress. It's so sad to me that, okay, Josh, like this person said, we just start liking Josh when he's with Greenlee. And it would make sense to put Greenlee and Josh together because of the fact that Kendall hates Greenlee and Greenlee being with Josh would make like that romance even that much more quote-unquote forbidden. And they had great chemistry in the elevator when they were together and it was sort of like two newer characters or actors just sort of jiving and they really seemed to mix. And then you take and send Josh off and he now he's doing Hannah and – it doesn't really make sense why Greenlee is with Aiden who nothing against Aiden Turner, but his character has never, ever meshed with any of the actresses. Why on, the is parents. still on the screen? Well, I don't know, but that is something that has confounded me. Why is the character even needed on the canvas? Once again, I don't know. Been asking the same question for years. So then you have Josh and it's like, okay, we get over the fact that he's an unabortion and we start to like him and they do this to him. It makes no sense. I I don't understand where the writers of this show are coming from. I just do not. I, I couldn't tell you where the writers get these ideas. I couldn't tell you why they do what they do. I think it's just ridiculous. Is that enough about all my children, please? Okay, fine. Thank we you. can move on. One life to live. What did you think of it this last week? Well, it's it's starting to get better. Uh, I'm I'm starting to get a little sick about you know with Jared and whatnot, but I'm really really looking forward to sweeps. Oh, why? Oh, because you know all the rumors are starting to come out, and everybody's going to Texas. Everybody's going to Texas. Why? A whole bunch of people going to Texas because they have to go to the ranch in Texas to uh, watch the video of the reading of the will of Aces. So who's all going? Like Nora, Bo, Clint, Dorian, if she's with Clint by chance? That's a possibility. Um, Well, Vicky's already there. Oh, is that? Near there. Okay. I was wondering because I saw her. She's been in Paris. Paris, Texas. Oh. And she's been supposedly working as a waitress in this little podunk diner what? that serves gourmet food, from what I understand. Well, and I was looking at that, and what was the show? I, I, I don't mean to insult anybody who's listening to the podcast, but when I was a kid, there was this show with a waitress who base, who, whose line was Kiss My Grits. Do you remember that show? No, I can't say that I do. And so when I saw Vicky uh, in the diner, all I thought was, I would so love Dorian to walk in and Vicky turn around and say, kiss my grits. <laughs> I hear the way your mind works. Me. I know, but I just can't help it. It's yeah. like, I vaguely remember it because, I mean, it must have been, what, probably the very early 80s? I don't know. I just remember having seen it. And I remember the line, and I never remember quotes, ever, so I don't know why. But anyways, I'm getting off topic. So it serves gourmet food, but it's in Paris, Texas, huh? Yeah, not Paris, France, like, you know, Dorian keeps saying. So that's where she is. The ranch is right near there, uh, but she's been living in, like, a motel across the street, living off her wages, you know, not acting like the millionaire that she is. 
And we're going to get to see how this all happened. I guess we're going to get some flashbacks. She's going to meet some new people who are going to be playing roles in the future. Um, but it, from what I understand, the whole reading of the will bit is hilarious. Um, Tuck Watkins will be on, I believe, starting November 2nd. That's what I hear. Tanya Walker, who plays Alex Olenoff, starting November 1st. Well, that, was, that should be excellent. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, it's, it's a question of who's going to let the cat out of the bag first. Um, supposedly, we're going to finally learn who Jared's parents are. It's supposed to be some big, huge twist. The rumors are out there all over the place. We'll see. What are some of the rumors you've been hearing? There's some rumors that he's going to somehow be a son of uh, one of Asa's old business partners or something like that. Oh, that's for some revenge, huh? Yeah. And now there's some talk that Adriana will be dying. Okay. I've never, ever wished death on anyone in real life. But this is one character that, please, please, can I pray to the angel in Angel Square that this happens? This is going to be supposedly when Dorian completely throws herself into Langston's life, is to get over Adriana, which I don't feel she was ever a Kramer anymore. Well, and see, that's... so funny. Dorian tells Star, well, you're a Kramer woman. Figure it out. It was great, and I just, if they're able to do that with Adriana and then just have Langston take over that role, I will not complain in the least. Now, I have a question for you, because before the podcast, you mentioned that someone in the forums had mentioned something about Hunt Block, and I had not seen that post. What was the question? Okay, Molly Pop. Maybe on the next ABC podcast, Luke can explain the origins of his man crush on Hunt Block. The origins of my man crush on Hunt Block. Hmm. How do I explain this? Well, first of all, this is really sick and disturbing. Um, first of all, anybody who knows, it, I cannot believe I'm admitting this. <laughs> oh, come on, dish. Okay, first of all, I am a huge Murder, She Wrote fan. Uh-huh. And he was on it quite periodically. And so that was sort of my first conscious introduction to him. And I always liked the character that he played on that sh- show so then when he was on as the world turns and i got hooked on it and he was playing craig which i will say this for all the abc listeners folks best craig that has been ever been on the show i don't care what all the as the world turns people say it's just the fact of the matter he played a deliciously evil character and i love evil characters like that and it's one of those things where he was a bad boy but he he was like really suave and i'm trying to think of a character to to compare him to in the abc world he was sort of like lorenzo alcazar but without the rolling of the r's and he he was evil, he did stuff, but you always liked him even though he did bad stuff, if that makes sense. And so I really like that character. I really wish he would have come back as Craig, but that didn't seem to work out. And so we'll see how he's on, as, on, on One Life to Live. I have not really seen much of him, though I will admit I think that his haircut looks really, really, really weird. I've never seen it like that on him before, and it just looks weird, but... That's an complete aside. We'll see how he does. I hope he does well. I hope that he's a character that's integrated. I hope he's just not some jackass FBI agent that 
sticks around, but we'll see. Well, I thought it was really funny that um, he was compared to Kevin Klein from uh, Soap Dish. Molly Pop made a great comparison. Kevin Klein? Have you ever watched Soap Dish? No. Then you won't get the reference. But people who listen will. When Kevin Klein is sitting there and he's at the teleprompter, he's trying to read the words off the teleprompter, and he doesn't have his glasses on, so he can't read. Ah. And his words come out like this oh my god it's horrible well my recommendation to any abc listener who wants to know why i like hunt block is to go to youtube and search for some um hunt block on as world turns clips and watch them especially if you can get the ones with katie mclean or with mora west hunt block and mora west have had amazing scenes also the actress who plays um barbara ryan oh what is her name um julie pinter if you YouTube him, Hunt Block with either Maura West, Katie McLean, or um, Julie Pinter, you should be able to find some great scenes with him versus those ladies, and then you'll see why I'm a fan of his. But thank you for asking, Molly Pop. You always keep us on my – well, you always keep me on my toes, I should say. Anything else interesting in One Life to Live? Well, I mean, there's always lots of stuff that we could sit here and talk about for hours. I mean, One Life to Live to me right now is – one of the better soaps on ABC. Oh, it's so. one of the best soaps in daytime. In, pure, in terms of pure writing, it's one of the best. It, and it's getting better and better every week, oh, which is a plus. yes, no kidding. Switching to General Hospital, based on last week's conversation, we got an email from, I believe it's Tanya, who wrote, Hey Luke, just heard the latest podcast on the text message killer, and I think it's Stan or Max. Like Tina said, Orguza could be laying out clues to shake us off, making us think that it's Max when it's really Stan. We haven't seen Stan in a while, and the nanny wouldn't be scared of him either. Or could be it could be Diane. She's fairly new to working for Sonny, and we don't know much about her anyway. Or Cooper, but he's not that smart. <laughs> I agree that yeah, that was funny. I agree that um, Robin's list of fathers um, should be Jason, Patrick, and Nick, and not Jacks, Lucky, Spinelli, and Layla. Really needs to go. Can't wait for the next podcast. Bye for now, Purple Braids. So after this last week, any more closer to figuring out who the text message killer is, Tina? Well, first off, as an aside, um, Max uh-huh. was on Moonlight this past. Yes, Friday. he was. And guess who I saw on. Um, oh, what was it? Was it? Was it? Um, 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 he was getting his lights punched out of him on a show. That remember the guy who played Xander? Uh, Chad Brandon. Brand, yeah, he was on. Um, I've watched so much television. What show was that on? I have no idea. It was recently. I probably, it was probably something I watched and just it didn't dawn on me. But that was just really funny because I'm watching Moonlight. And I'm like, oh, hey, there's Max. That was just cute. Anyway. I don't think it's Stan because there is no one playing Stan at the moment. Yes, the character has been and canceled, it, basically, until they find another well, actor. You know, right. So considering there's been nothing in the wind about a, you know, a casting, recasting, or anything like that of Stan, and we know Kiko, Kiko Ellsworth has you know, basically left the building, it's kind of difficult to um, think that it's Stan. Well, I have a question for you. Do you did you notice this last week that all of a sudden Milo was back in the picture? Of course. I wonder if that may have something to do with it. You're right. 
But the, the question's going to be, you know, this is what they do just before every sweeps. All of a sudden, you see all these people crawl out of the woodwork, and you wonder, okay, who's going to die next? Oh, I wasn't thinking about dying. I was thinking maybe he and his brother decided to do a double serial murder type thing. I don't, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm intrigued to see how it is. I, Lulu and Johnny Zakara can't say that I'm a big fan of them. Her and Cooper way better. Yeah. All, right, all right. Now that you brought that up, I don't know if you were aware there was a fan event this past weekend. Okay. With um, Steve Burton. Okay. I had. I wasn't Seth aware of Herbst, it. Uh, in Illinois. Uh-huh. The reason I hadn't mentioned the event beforehand is because it sold out almost instantly, and they oversold the event. They had seats for like 300, and they sold like 400 tickets. I guess the place was packed. Holy crap. Yeah. So lots of spoilers now coming out from the event and discussions and what have you. And, you know, Johnny, I guess, is going to be spending some time at the penthouse. Johnny Zakara is? Yes. Because now I guess the penthouse is the new place for, you know, everybody to hang out, which is just... I don't get that. If anybody else does, please explain. Uh, Let's not even go there. Yeah, why they want to hang out at the mobster's penthouse, I have no idea. Well, they'll have to move Uh, into Sonny's and the uh, old penthouse, and then you know things are going to get crazy. Oh, why don't they just open another nightclub or something for them all to hang out at? Because this is just ridiculous. It makes no sense why Johnny Zakar would be living at Jason's. It makes no sense. Well, I don't know that he's going to be like living there. Okay, but hanging out. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not quite sure what that's all about. Uh, there's a lot of other information coming out. And there's some invita- information that is not agreeing because uh, Nancy Lee Gron had an event this past weekend as well. And at Nancy's event, she said that Emily is dying. End of story. At Steve Burton's event, he said that Natalia signed a contract that is through June. And that, regardless, she's going to be on screen until June. Kind of a tap dance, so not really sure exactly what's going on. Well, maybe she's going to be a ghost and join Alan in Haunting Tracy. Uh, Honestly, I don't. Uh, I've been talking with a lot of people online, and, you know, we're kind of following the Bacchanalia Uh that happened years ago. And that was an engagement ball for Stefan and Catherine. This is going to be an engagement ball for Nicholas and Emily. Everyone thought Catherine had died, but she didn't. And I have a feeling that it's going to, it's what's going to happen with Emily. Well, maybe this could be one of those cases where if it's following that pattern, she ends up going and is being held hostage by Helena for a while. That very well. I mean, that's how Jonathan Jackson disappeared for the longest time. We're actually going to see Windermere. Oh, love Windermere. Love Windermere. Well, I love... But we're actually going to see it. Oh, uh, outside shot? Yep. Have we ever seen one before? No. Ooh. Uh, Jason is going to take a speedboat to the island, and we're actually going to see it. I guess he filmed it on a green screen. And the same people who do the green screen work for Grey's Anatomy are doing it for General Hospital. So Cool. I thought that was kind of neat. He did specify that he has two years left on his contract, and he does not know what he's going to do at the end of those two years. Well, he's got plenty so of time to figure s- that out. 
And there will be some sort of love scene soon. From what I understand, Steve and Becky were hilarious. Oh, I'm sure they, they were. They were joking around with everyone. Uh, I guess at one point in time, uh, one of the fans asked if you know he was going to be taking his shirt off anytime soon. And he said, oh, no, no, absolutely not. Especially not football season, yada, yada, yada. And Becky is behind him, nodding her head, going, oh, yeah, it's coming off. Lots of other stuff. He, you know, he made just as an aside, I'll, I would be willing to bet that General Hospital <laughs> could pay for the entire year if they, would, if they would just start charging people whenever he takes off his shirt. Because I've never ever heard of a soap where the fans where an actor takes his shirt off so little that the fans are so excited every single time that he takes him off. Well, yeah, it's a big deal for I, us. I you know. know. So that's what I'm saying. They could probably take and General Hospital could start charging the viewer for it and make a fortune. <laughs> you might get to see it more often. He he made a lot of jokes. They did a lot of funny stuff. Uh, I guess the hairspray jokes were all over the place. He also made um, some Lou Sam jokes. Ooh. And he called them Lou Sam. He called them Lou Sammy. I guess he called them Sucky. So they do read the boards, huh? Oh, yeah, they do. They don't like oh, to admit it, yes. but they, they do. Yes. Um, in fact, um, Steve actually referred to a particular board making some comments about some of the sunny boards. <laughs> good or bad? Oh, good. There's um, there's some stuff about uh, Starbucks and what have you. I guess it's one of those joke things that you know, if you belong belong to those boards, you understand it. Uh huh. And I guess it's something that people from you know those boards get. Becky will be wearing white to the ball. And supposedly something's happening in the barn. I guess the barn at Windermere is going to be the happening place. Well, it also looks like Sam, how apropos, is wearing black. Yes, she is. and she, They actually put her in a dress that squishes her right up. Have you seen those pictures <laughs> I'm yet? looking at them as we speak. Folks, if you haven't checked them out, um, one of our forum members posted them. I believe it's Germ posted them in the forums. Um, so if you haven't seen them, be sure to check them out because they're, the, they're quite the pictures. Well, I do not know what Natalia Livingston has done to the hair and wardrobe department. I mean, the dress makes her look like a pancake and her hair looks hard. And know. okay, here's uh-huh. a question: How did Johnny Zakara get an invitation to the ball? <laughs> he hasn't even been on the show long enough to warrant recognition by T- Nicholas, and Nicholas is does is does not want his sister around him. So how is it that he just gets there with all the security that this place would have? I'm going to assume, and I could be incorrect, but maybe he came with Lulu. Just because Nicholas doesn't like him doesn't mean Lulu's going to listen. We all know Lulu is the new Carly. Here's another question. I can't tell if this one actress is Lulu or if it's the actress who plays the psycho... Yeah, Nadine. And they look like they're wearing the exact same dress. They are. 
Oh. That was spoiled already a couple weeks ago. Don't. Yeah, she's in a picture with Zakara. And then she's in another picture with um, Jason and Spinelli. How, okay, how does Zakara get an invitation to this? Well, I mean, who knows how good Nicholas's security really is? It's, it is an island, I guess. You could probably you know, bring a boat up to I it. I know, but and just, you know, this type of event, you there. would assume that you would have to have an invitation. I'm sure you probably do, but, you know, people can walk in. They're dressed appropriately. Sometimes you can sneak in. I mean, I remember the Bacchanalia many years ago. Lucky and Liz were watching from there. Okay, but there's a difference between Lucky and Liz, who's actually a half-brother to Nicholas, as opposed to someone who has been on the show for less than a week. Uh, but I'm trying to think. I don't think at the time anybody knew that. But still, my point is that these characters have not been around the show long enough to warrant an invitation. Right, well... You have to wonder what Scott Baldwin's doing. Oh, now I can see Scott Baldwin getting an invitation because he's the acting DA or whatever it is. Who the hell cares? Look what he did to Nicholas and the guardianship and Laura and what have you. What is Nicholas doing inviting him? Well, because those type of balls are the type where you invite public officials. Doesn't matter. If it's an engagement ball... I'm sorry, I'm not going to invite people I absolutely cannot stand. I don't care what position they hold. True. It's supposed to be a happy time. Well, this has been a happy time visiting with you about all the ABC soaps, and that was a terrible segue, but I'm going to run with it. You're horrible. I know. We would appreciate it if you'd send your thoughts and emails about this episode and the other episode of Daytime Confidential to dc at tvfanonline.com. Also, be sure to drop by the forums and visit with us about eight, All My Children, One Life to Live, and General Hospital, as well as any of the other soaps if you watch them as well. Vote for us on podcastalley.com. And write us reviews on iTunes when you're registered, because if you're registered, it will stick around. If you're not registered, it won't. Well, folks, that's it for this time. Until next time, so long. Bye-bye.